guys, welcome to the next episode of the Chubby Ninja podcast with me, your host, Andy, the Chubby Ninja Gray. So today I'm going to be joined by one of my best mates, John Wood. He's a natural bodybuilder, online coach, best friend, awesome dude, and also he also is a winner of a bodybuilding competition. So today we're going to be interviewing him, getting his insights, getting all of his expertise, learning a bit more about him and how fitness has helped him. So today I'm going to also just let you know I'm a little bit bunged up because I had uh, nasal surgery done because I had to have, as I've told you before in the previous episode, I had to have a brain tumor removed. So I do apologize about that, but I'm trying my best. So now I'm going to introduce you to my best friend, John. Welcome, John. Thank you for joining me on my podcast, man. It's Thank really cool to have you. Thank you for having me, dude. It's, uh, I think it's going to be fun. So my history with John is John is the guy who introduced me to the gym um, and helped me find my love and passion for the gym uh, many moons ago. We've been best friends. I figured it out the other day, which really made me feel old. We've been best mates now for nearly 17 years. It's been a while, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute. So, and it's been great fun. But I've watched him grow literally all the time he's always improving his knowledge he's always improving his way of dealing with things um and i just thought it would be really cool to get you on the podcast man and just sort of pick your brains and just talk to you about what you do and how you do it man hell yeah so yeah let's do it so let's, let's get into it so um as i said before john was uh able to do a bodybuilding competition and he won first place so can you share your experience of winning your first ever bodybuilding uh, show and, and how it felt to like really achieve that uh, milestone as what I really love about you is you're an all natural bodybuilder you don't use any of these like drugs that you can use mm. you just really use your own knowledge in that to, to build your body which has been impressive to watch over the years as oh, well so you. yeah man how did you how did you feel about it yeah so I when you because for those of you who are listening you don't know like Annie sent me a list of these questions I was like I've got to do some notes on this on on, on this bad boy like <laughs> I've got to think about these questions because they were just so so good uh, I saw this question I was like we've got to roll roll back a little bit and and have a look at like why I did the show when was it when did I sort of decide to do it so in 2012 which was a year before I did the show um so I did it in September 2013 I spectated the Natural Physique Association, or for short, MPA, in Tunbridge. Just went to have a look. I've been, Andy probably mentioned on another podcast, me and him have been to bodybuilding show after bodybuilding show. Do you remember that? Year, oh, years yeah. ago. You, I still remember not when we went down the wrong way. Yes. The oh, my God. I went, yeah, okay. For all of those who are like listening, like, yeah, just don't report me to the police, all right? <laughs> I went down the wrong way on a tram line. That was hilarious. Come face to face with the tram. But anyway, we've been to a few bodybuilding shows over, over the years. And I was... At this point, I'd already done like a fitness kind of pageant show in 2010, I think it was, that like you came along with me for in, in, in London. It's not a bitch, deal with it. It's, exactly. That was like our motto. It's London. <laughs> deal, deal with it. Uh, and I didn't place. So I was so, so tiny, but I was shredded. I was, I was so tiny. So I realized fitness modeling is not going to be good for me, at least not now. So 2012. Uh, the local show, bodybuilding show, came around, and I was like, "I'm just going to have a look." You know, I'm just going to have a look. Where can I place myself on the stage? Is it lightweight, uh, medium weight, all that sort of mm. stuff? And I went and had a look. Uh, watched the lightweight category, and I thought, "Wow, okay, like these guys aren't that big. They're really good, yeah. but if I shredded down, like even then, in 2012, I probably could have won the category." So I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to give myself a whole, a whole year. So after I looked at that show and watched it, I thought I could probably have a good shot at maybe winning this possibly. So I set the plan in motion this time next year, I'm going to come and do the show. And I'm going to enter it as a lightweight, uh, which is under 70 kilos and under in weight. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm very light for yeah. my, for, for my height. I'm only about 70 kilos, 71 kilo right now, okay. which is the heaviest I've ever been, which is good. <laughs> awesome. Um, and I set the plan in motion. Okay. I've got 12 months to, to, to train for this thing. 
So I trained my butt off in that time, set a new program. It was a power, a body, a mixture between bodybuilding and powerlifting and something like that. Um, It was really, really cool. Three, four times a week training. And I gained a a good amount of muscle during that year. And then eight weeks out from the show, I thought, yeah, I'm going to prep. I didn't push prep too hard because I just recently gained all this new muscle. And I thought, well, if I go on a, a, a calorie restriction for too long, I'm going to end up burning some of it off. So I on purposefully didn't shred down as much as I could have done. So I set an eight week prep goal. And I, I got, I mean, I've never been that, sh- I've never been, I've been always been super lean, but never been like stage super lean ready apart from that previous show. So I allowed myself to do that eight week prep, take it nice and easy. Um, I was thinking I was doing cardio three, four times a week, training four times a week. Um, I was doing carb cycling. Right. So on some days I would have high carbs, like three days worth of high carbs, three yeah. days worth of low carbs. And I find my body loves carbs. So I would focus the high carb days around trainings, um, all that sort of stuff. And then obviously three days on, three days off, some trainings would be lower carb. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately I, I lost a bunch of fat and looked a lot better. And I decided to go, go on stage. Um, so September 2013, uh, I remember the day. It was really, really fun just getting prepped and, you know, like tanning backstage. Back then, it seems now with every show, you seem to have like a booth where a company comes in and spray tans you. Yeah. We didn't have none of that stuff back then. <laughs> and we had to do it all ourselves. I remember being at home here and like having to do the tan myself and having Damn. to scrub shave every inch of myself, you know, it was hilarious. And then I had a friend um, at the time who really just, okay, come with me to the show and help me to, yeah. to put on the last layer of tan. And it was, it was really good fun. Uh, so yeah, went on stage, done my thing. And I was up against meant to be six people, but two people came in too heavy. So they got moved into the medium weight class. And then one guy got disqualified because he uh, uh, tested positive, if I can say it, uh, for a banned substance. So he he got thrown out. And so it was just me and two other guys. Right, okay. Um, Backstage, you pump up, you know, you're getting to see the guys you're going against. And I, I saw the, there was a super shredded guy, but he wasn't that muscular. And I thought, well, maybe I can beat him, maybe. And But then there was this other guy, uh, George was his name, and he was about 52 years old. Yeah. He's got way more muscle than me, like proper muscle maturity. He's posing. He posed like a flipping statue. Like, he looked insane. And I was like, I'm definitely not going to beat him. Like, I'm second place at best. So I was posing, enjoying it, you know, um, going through the routines, the motions, as you do uh, all the sort of bodybuilding poses. And yeah, I, we got to sort of the end part of it where they were, okay, hand, time to hand out trophies. The guy who was super shredded, but not that big, got third place. I kind of expected that. Then I was standing there thinking, all right, this is me, second place. I'm happy with that. My first proper bodybuilding show, really good. I'm not as shredded as what I could be. I'm really happy with that. And they called out George's name instead of mine. I was like, oh my God, I won my first show. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I honestly <laughs> awesome. couldn't believe that I, I had won. Um, yes, okay, there's only three guys on stage. It's now the competition's super, yeah. more more fierce now than what it was back then. Um, but yeah, I was super stoked, super like loved awesome. that. And I just, I was like, wow, how did I win this? And talked to the judges after and they said, yeah, they gave me a few tips and, and said, you know, you got this, you got that, you got this going for you. And the, the thing is between me and George, it was like one, one point difference wow, so okay. it was really close yeah uh but i know how i feel about that was the main thing that that did you know that showed me uh told me that i learned from that the takeaway was that i might have a shot at doing this like i might have a shot at actually doing shows and doing quite well maybe yeah. um but the main thing that it really taught me is that whatever i put my mind to in life if you work hard at it you're probably going to have moments where you're going to do better than what you think you were going to do. And you're going to set the goal and then surpass it and not even realize you've surpassed it until someone hands you a trophy. Right. So that's something that I've always, I mean, even it's 10 years ago now, so it's crazy. Um, But since then I've always taken that with me into anything that I've done. And it's always been 
something that I've just like held with me and it's helped me to get through hard times. Yeah. Uh, and then along that same lines, when I had um, anxiety, it was the same sort of thing. I, I fought against that years, years back. And I realized if I pushed as hard as I could, then I will do better and do more, um, get more results than what I think I can. Yeah. So yeah, that's what the show taught me. Oh, and okay. I just felt like, um, you know, maybe I could, yeah, do something with this. But the main driver behind me doing the show, honestly, was curiosity. I just wanted to see if I was good enough. Yeah. And that's really where it all stemmed from. Just wanted yeah. to see if, am I good enough to do this? You know, where do I stack up against other people? And that's what I really, that's, I tend to live my life a little bit like that way, like live my mentality. Yeah. Like how do I, I don't, I would, I've said this recently a lot and it's, some, it's something I'm living by recently. I would rather know um, a painful truth than a convenient lie. Yeah. And that sort of where you stack up against other people or against where you fit into the world, that's kind yeah. of, it's, it's just something I love to know about. So Yeah, that's cool. I like that. So um, also, as I mentioned at the beginning, uh, you have uh, your own online coaching company now called Stop mm-hmm. Being Skinny. Yeah, uh, recently. Yeah. So could you just tell us a little bit more about the philosophy behind doing that and why you decided that you wanted to do online coaching? Yeah. So I'm not going to lie. Part of this is a bit selfish. Um, I want to lead life more on my terms. I've been working, you know, jobs over the years that I don't really want to work. And I asked myself the question, what do I have within me right now, knowledge wise to give to the world? Mm. And it's the journey that I've been on and the things that I've learned along, along, along the way. So I help, um, skinny guys to gain 10 to 15 pounds of muscle naturally in five months or less. Nice. So that's, I mean, I haven't done that for myself. It took me years of making mistakes to get there. Yeah. But now I know, you know, I can basically, I think of myself as like, uh, if you're trekking off into the jungle, you're going to need, need a guide to yeah. take you there. And so a guide not only gets from A to B as quickly as possible, but they're also stopping you from falling into the traps and taking more time than what you should be. Yeah. And so they're helping you to, along the path to get there quickest, but they're also stopping you from making mistakes. But when you do make a mistake, because inevitably we all do, they then help you to get back on the path as quickly as possible. Yeah. So that's what a coach does. And that's what I want to do. And as I said, it's a bit of a selfish reason. I want to earn more money. Yeah. And that's the way, this is the way I can do it. Yeah. But not only that, that's definitely a factor. You know, I want to have my own business. I want to be a boss of my own time. Um, but I think I just went off that receiver. Can you pause it? Mm. You're going to have to edit this out, maybe. So yeah, as we I were... saw I saw it flashing. And I was like, yeah. I'm not sure if it's Oh no. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to edit it. Uh right. we can do it like this, because it's quite a good mic pick up anyway. That's so annoying. I've barely used that. Then again though the mics I said it had all those hours of charge, not the receiver. Uh, I'm not sure, maybe that's the factor, I don't know. Yeah, low battery. Okay, that's cool. Well, we can carry on like this, it'll be fine. Okay. Uh, Are you sure? Yeah. So, yeah, as we were just discussing, um, So yeah, what we can do is um I can look at editing it, it's fine. So um I'll just I will I will I'll just restart with what I'm saying. Yeah. And then you can then is it possible for you to click those two bits together? Yeah, it should be fine. Okay, so what was I saying? Hold on. So I'm gonna clap.
So when yeah. you listen back, you know to start from here. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, so as I was saying, um, I started the business a little bit for a selfish reason, like just wanting to earn more money. But mainly there's another reason too, as I said, like helping other people get on the journey and getting them to not make mistakes that I did, uh, getting them to um, get the results fast. So the main, as I said, the main reason was a selfish one, trying to get business, get money, live life on my terms. Uh, but ultimately I do want to help people because I don't want people to make the same mistakes I did and take all the time and all the sort of pitfalls that I fell in and I was training for the you know the wrong way for years um, and ultimately for me with fitness even though I started in bodybuilding and, and, and working out in the gym what it's led to is me to look at to carry on to self-development sure. so I remember years ago I gained muscle in the gym and I did things that I didn't think I could do, achieved things that I didn't think I could achieve. Like, oh, wow, I gained all this muscle and all, all this strength. This is great. I wonder what else I can do. So over the years, it's kind of led me to different avenues of personal growth. Um, so that's one thing. I think fitness is the gateway drug, as it were, to self-improvement or self-development. So that's the main reason as well why I'm doing this, not just financially to help me live the life that I want, uh, but to also allow people to get on the same path, put them on a better path than what they have been on. And I've, you know, I'm, I've, this business has only just sort of st started. It's only been going for about a year now, maybe less than that. Uh, but my ultimate goal is to really create a community of like-minded individuals who, yes, we go to the gym to gain muscle, gain strength, but ultimately to gain confidence and to gain self-esteem and to improve the rest of our lives. And so not just improve our body, but improve our mindset, improve how we interact with the world. Because if we have, if we build up ourselves from the inside out, we have more to give. And one motto that I'm wanting to put into the business, into the community that I'm trying to build, is we grow so we can give we give so we can love and we love so that we can have more joy and purpose and meaning in our lives i like that man that's good uh like so that. i'm gonna put that up probably on a t-shirt or something yeah man. That'd, be <laughs> awesome. that'd be awesome so now making it a little bit more about yourself it's um now i know from working out with you myself you do um full body workouts uh three times a week so how yeah. did you develop your training program of the full body workouts three times a week and, and what benefits have you noticed from doing that sort of approach to your workouts so i stumbled across that actually by listening to some experts in the industry and before that i was doing like a bro split essentially yeah. back in 2016 17 ish Actually, if you rewind it a little bit back further than that, uh, I was dating someone at the time, and Andy will know who it is, in 2017. And I wasn't going to the gym that much at that point, but then the person who I was seeing, she was like, let's go to the gym together. She wasn't really into it much either. And so we just ended up falling into this natural pattern of, well, let's train together, let's work out together you know, through two to three times a week. And her idea was, let's just do a little bit for each body part, which that wasn't my way of doing it at all. I was still on a bro split. I have to crush my legs and crush my back and crush, crush my chest. And she was just like, no, let's go. And I, and I thought, okay, well, three times a week, full body, that's probably not going to get me much muscle. Or so I thought back then, because um, I was still an idiot. I didn't know much. You know, it, I, as I said, I made mistakes for so many years. I started training in 2006, 2007. And as I've just said, 2017, 10 years later, I was still making the same mistakes because I didn't know any better. Uh, so I fell into this sort of routine of three times a week, full body. She was a fantastic cook, so she fed me a lot of food. And I gained muscle without even trying. And I was like, what the heck is going on? Like, I'm not training hard. I'm not training intensely. I'm doing a bit, but I'm not going crazy. Because I thought you had to go crazy to gain muscle. That's just not the truth. And I, I was busting out my t-shirts. I was like, what, what the heck is going on? Like, 
And I really started listening to people in the industry about that same time. And over the course of the next sort of six months, I learned that actually for most people, especially hard gainers like me, who find it really hard to gain muscle, less equals more. And so I realized from listening to them as well online, a few different sources that yeah. three times a week, full body, um, that's actually a really fantastic place to begin a muscle building journey or to kickstart a muscle building journey. So from that point on, I've really been doing full body three times a week. Um, I'm, I'm not married to that. I absolutely believe there are many other ways and you know, we're soon to start a push-pull leg split here with, with, with Luke soon. Just let you guys know, Luke is uh, John's brother, uh, who goes to the gym with him quite a lot as well. Yes, and we've um, we were still on a three body, three sorry, yeah, three four body workouts a week routine. Yeah. Um, but we phase it, so we go through like sort of a two month to three month period of strength, then a two month to three month period of bodybuilding, and then a two month to three month period of like higher reps. Um, but yeah, I, I, I found that out really through, you know, that first little bit on my own, with my then girlfriend back then I'm realizing, oh, wow, something's working here. Why is it working? And then realizing from listening to top experts, oh, this is, these are the reasons why it works. So I've been on that ever since. And the things that I've learned is that less is more. I, before I was in the gym four times a week, absolutely killing myself. Like I would train legs on a Monday. Yeah. And I would have DOMS, you know, pain, soreness in my legs all the way until the Saturday of that same week. And I'll get one day where my legs weren't hurting and I'll go back and do it all again on Monday. And I was like that for years. Yeah. And I gained muscle, sure. But I only gained probably a little bit. Yeah. You know, the way I've been gaining recently, I've been gaining muscle really easy. Yeah. My weight's been going up. My strength's been going. I'm, I'm the strongest I've ever been. And I've been training at half intensity not four times a week, but three times a week. And we can go into the details some other time why it works. But ultimately, yeah, I learned that less is more and yeah. just practicing getting good at those exercises were, was, was like a massive um, revolu uh, revelation for me. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, no, we'll definitely get you back on again and uh, get you talking about more, more stuff as well. Um, so now something a little bit more not controversial, but a lot of people are like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to do them or not. But now I know that you do, I don't know if you do it daily, but I know that you incorporate ice baths into it, which sound like hell, <laughs> but you incorporate that into your routine as a bodybuilder. So what benefits do you believe you're getting by doing the ice baths? So studies will, recent studies will show ice baths and bodybuilding might not be the best idea right. in the study they put top tier athletes into ice baths immediately after workouts um i'm yet to to you know uh, there needs to be more studies done on, yeah. on on this but i believe that okay ice baths and bodybuilding might not be the best they reduce muscle gains basically yeah. but the reason why i do it is for the immune boosting benefits, the right. mental health benefits. Yeah. Um, it just like, it's a great way. I don't do it every, every day. I try to do it like four times a week, right. but it's a great way to start the day. Yeah. Um, and ultimately I do it for long longevity. So right. what it does, it reduces the inflammation within your body yeah. um, by massive amounts. Um, just case in point, um, my mum does it as well. She, I got her into them, and she used to have arthritis. She doesn't anymore. Wow! Because it's gone through yeah. through the, and she's she's decreasing her inflammation. Cool. Um, so yeah, I would ultimately say there has to be context when when, when we speak about ice baths and bodybuilding. There has to be some context. Yeah. If you are, you know, a very very disciplined ind individual your stress level is low or very, very manageable. You're hitting the gym, you're ticking all the boxes, you're getting the sleep, you're getting all your meals and you're maximizing your muscle. You might not want to do them. Yeah. But, however, if you are someone who you want to get better results with your muscle building and you have a really high stressful life, you maybe have an autoimmune disorder 
or someone for some reason not even autoimmune disorder but you're someone who has a very stressed out life yeah um you may really benefit from it because it creates a lot of calmness and it will reduce your stress and it will increase your mental resiliency therefore if you are living a high stress life and because of the stress is so bad you only get to the gym twice a week but you want to get there four times a week doing an ice bath may help you to reduce that level of stress that you're feeling uh, help you to up your mental resiliency reduce that overall inflammation help your sleep better so then you can get to the gym four yeah. times a week yeah. so i would i would make make the case if you're someone you know like our friend toby he's, yeah. he's crazy in the gym he ticks all the boxes he's one of those guys who ticks all the boxes as yeah. i said with him it might not benefit him but someone who suffers from anxiety suffers from an autoimmune issue high stress yeah. and they're not ticking those boxes because of that yeah they will most likely get benefits inside their gym workouts from using the ice bath because it will release that stress it will help them to deal with it better therefore now they can get to the gym four times a week and get more results than what they would otherwise be so that's my ultimate view on that um obviously there's a bunch of other stuff you can go into and google why you would want to do it um but yeah that's the main reason sweet so now going back to your uh your coaching um as an online coach what are the sort of common challenges would you say that you encounter when having to not having to but when you help your clients uh transform their physiques and achieve their fitness goals yeah so the biggest one the biggest hurdle out of everything is changing someone's habits um they say you know if you want to change your life you've got to change your habits and because habits make your life right so and another thing i love neuroscience and nlp all that sort of stuff and they say that uh 80 85 percent or something like that of the thoughts you have today are the thoughts you had yesterday so the crazy thing is if your thoughts are really crappy and not serving you on monday you're going to have the same unserving crappy thoughts on tuesday and on wednesday thursday friday and carry on so you have to really change the way you think change your habits which will then change your life that is the biggest challenge with clients because they have a way of living they have a way of thinking and they have a way of doing things and you have to then teach them hey okay you might be doing x and y right but we've got to change z yeah. um so you then have to then show them the value of doing that and the client just has to ultimately be sold on you as who you are before they sign up they may have watched your content they may know who you are what you're about they may have seen your own transformation and then that will hopefully be enough for them to buy in to start working with you. But then as soon as you start working with them, you then have to then talk to them about their own habits. Okay, we need to change this. We need to sort this out. We need to sleep a little bit better. And they just need to trust you. I remember I've got a client online. We'll speak about him a bit later for another question. But um, he his sleep was awful. He was pushing himself too much on cardio and he wanted to gain muscle. And I said to him, just trust me just drop what you're doing just trust me for the next 10 days that's all i asked and he said yeah okay so he upped his sleep yeah he dropped down his level of cardio yeah uh, because he was basically at that level where he was already burning out he gave me all the symptoms of burnout i was like you are you are basically burnt out right now and so i said up your sleep drop down your cardio stop you know doing a couple of these stressful things just 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 for 10 days that's it yeah. and his whole demeanor changed he was wow. he's now slept really well he's he started feeling a lot better he was like oh my god i've got so much more energy now um yeah. and because of his his he upped his level of energy yeah. his motivation came up with it i don't wow. know if you guys know for those who are listening um and you've probably attested this too when you have low energy you don't don't want to do anything let alone work out you don't want to do yeah. nothing so if you focus on upping your energy first motivation usually follows with it yeah. so when people say how do you stay motivated it's not about motivation uh it's about discipline sometimes but then it's also about having the resources to pull from your body such as the energy yeah. uh to be able to do what you need to do so yeah i would say changing the habits is the biggest thing another thing is sorting fact from fiction 
so many young guys come to me and go, oh, is 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 um is creatine gonna get me massive in six months? No, probably not. <laughs> uh, you know, steroids might, but I wouldn't yeah. steer anyone down that route. Um, but yeah, it's all about sorting fact from fiction. Does it matter? Pre, you know, nutrient timing, and it does a little bit, but if you're just starting out, it doesn't. So yeah, all these little sort of things where people split hairs and get lost in in the in the weeds. You have to sort that fact from fiction as well. So whenever I work with clients, we I ask them, you know, what's your viewpoint on what we're about to do? Mm. Um, what common problems do you think you'll you'll face? And what have you heard? That's the big question. What have they heard because mm. that's what primes their mind going in. Yeah. If someone tells you you're going to go on a two mile run, but it's going to be hell, you're probably not going to do it. But if someone says, oh, come with me for a two-mile run, it'll be great. It'll be really fun. We'll do this, we'll do that. Oh, it sounds much better, right? Yeah. So it's how you how you frame things for people. Yeah. Um, so that's why I like sorting fact from fiction. Um, also teaching them that less equals more. We talked about training. Yeah. So again, these young guys, they're wanting to annihilate themselves every yeah. single week deadlift every day. And I'm just like, no, you, you can't do that. No. Uh, you have to back off a little bit. So teach them that less is more. And one thing that really a lot of young people need to listen up to is recovery. Yeah. Um, even right now, I've got a I've got a client who is essentially he's been doing really well recently. Yeah. He's gained a bit of weight and he's changed right. changed his physique, but he's just restarted his school, so he's right. now you know immediately from one week to the next instant stress, yeah. not sleeping very well, sleeping three hours a night, Dang. crazy, and he's starting to go backwards already. So right. we're having to adjust what he's doing. Um, yeah. So yeah, recovery is is massive in, in, important. Yeah. And then another thing is consistency. Yeah. So there, as I said, it's all about changing habits and all those things fall into that. Yeah. Yeah. No, consistency is a big one. But consistency, I've learned myself, is like one of the, I, in my personal opinion, is one of the, the biggest things, because um, it it can be so difficult to to lock it down. So again about your 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 programs so how do you tailor your coaching programs to meet the individual needs and goals of your client because everyone's different and from like what we've both learned it's one thing that will work for say me wouldn't work for you and what works for you won't work for me so how do you tailor your programs to the individual and their their needs yeah so i think if you're a pt and you work with the general population, it's difficult because you've got so many different types of people coming to you. But for me, it's a little bit easier in the sense of I have I only work with a certain niche. Right. And that's men, men and women, not just men. I don't have talked about men a lot, but men and women who are maybe slightly underweight um, and they want to gain muscle and have a bigger presence and be a little bit more stronger. Um, sometimes, you know, some women come to me and they want to lose a bit of weight first. That's fine. Yeah. But ultimately their goal is to gain muscle, get a shapely physique and be yeah. stronger with, when you look at most people, that means, um, a certain template works most of the time. So right now, my template that I work from is, as I said, I, if someone comes to me and they're a beginner, which again, they usually are, that's not my niche. They've yeah. never done it before. They're brand new. I put them on a three full body workout a week, yeah. uh, three times a week, full body routine. And that's a great place to start them because they get to learn the exercises. Um, I spend the first three weeks with them. Basically, look, you're not going to gain much muscle in this three weeks. We're just going to learn the, the exercises, learn how to track our food, you know, take the first couple steps and yeah. then get them to do those really well. Um, so yeah, I sort of build this template online of exercises and workout routines and even nutritional templates that usually when someone comes to me, I only have to customize it a little bit. Yeah. So if someone's got a shoulder injury, we can work around that. I can yeah. take out some shoulder work and put some other bits in. If like right now I'm working with a client in London and he is uh, he has a nut allergy right. and a soy protein allergy and so i've made him a full um nutritional uh like what's the word plan yeah uh so and it doesn't have any of those things in we've, we've taken yeah. nuts out we've taken soy out and we've kept it quite kind of basic but yeah. some of the meals i've tried to keep it tasty for him so he enjoys yeah. it but yeah so it's all about really meeting them where they are 
and meeting them within the limitations that they're working with. And this is the key point as well, meeting them with what they're willing to do. If you have the perfect plan and someone isn't willing to do it, it's not their perfect plan. No. Maybe a perfect plan for someone else, but not for them. And I always say to someone, whenever you talk to people about them being on their routine, um, they mention that, oh, well, I've come off my plan for the weekend. And I always say to them, if you've had to come off your plan for the weekend, you're on the wrong plan because it should incorporate your yeah. weekends. If you want to be a little bit better, like, uh, you know, have a bit more food on the weekends or yeah. eat, eat a little bit like cheap meal, whatever, uh, or have just a few things that you like, the plan should incorporate all of that. Yeah. So it doesn't feel like you're coming off plan. You should, yeah. you, you should never have to feel like you're coming off plan. You should feel like instead that the things that you enjoy and want to incorporate in the plan are in there. <laughs> so yeah. that's kind of what I like to do. Uh, if someone says to me, I like to have ice cream on the weekends, that's in the plan. Yeah. Uh, if someone says they'd like to eat popcorn twice a week at, at, at cinema, that's in the plan. So it's never coming off plan. It's never having this on and off mentality. It's always, okay, what's the lifestyle you like to live? Let's incorporate what you want into the plan and to get you where you want to be still. Yeah. So as far as customization goes, um, it's just meeting them where they are. And the main thing is keeping them consistent. Yeah. Even if someone says to me, I want two days a week where I'm low calorie. Okay, I have to set their expectations. You might gain as much as what you wanted to, but we we can do that. Yeah. So it's all about meeting them where they are. That's cool. Um, so what are some of the key principles or strategies you emphasize yourself when it comes to uh, nutrition and uh, supplementation for doing your workouts and if you decide to do another show for the bodybuilding shows yeah i mean as far as shows go it's been 10 years since i've done the last one so i i'm not thought of much of a plan with that yet let's <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it i guess yeah. um i i'm i know for a fact i'm going to be doing maybe a 12 week prep this time maybe 16 nice. week prep yeah. just to sort of give myself enough time cool. but as far as um yeah general strategies and principles with my own training get your protein in early because you mentioned nutrition and supplementation yeah. on this yeah. one so get your protein in early start early in the day so by the time you know 2 p.m rolls around you should have had half your protein for the day uh, make sure that it comes from not just protein but all your food is very easy easy to digest meals yeah. because again i work i am a hard gainer I work primarily with hard gainers. I work with people who have low appetite, yeah. but also they burn a ton of calories. So that's a really bad combination. Mm. If you've got a low appetite, you can't eat a lot of food, but you burn two, 3,000 calories a day doing nothing because you've got a roaring metabolism. We now need to find a way to fit in a lot of calories with somehow not filling you up. Yeah. So that's a challenge. And we need to find easily digesting foods that you can actually eat a, a meal, substantial amount of calories, 800 to 1,000 calorie meal, yeah. then two and a half hours later, you need, need to be hung, like hungry again, one, yeah. one, uh, wanting food. So it's all about playing around with it for, for the client. But for me, I, I found a pretty good way of doing it. Um, so yeah, if you follow me online, you'll see I make like super oats. It's like a fat 800 calorie bowl worth of you know food, oats and all that, put loads of stuff in it. Uh, and then chick I love ch uh, chicken thighs or ground beef, uh, all that sort of stuff. I put cheese and olive oil and on lots of my food. Yeah. Literally veggies, I put salt on on olive oil on top. Yeah. I even put olive oil into my oats. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> so and sometimes I just drink it. You know, I have a couple of teas, uh, teaspoons or whatever. But yeah, it's just um, those really those principles around that is where you're going to see the most results. Yeah. with as far as gaining muscle if you're a hard gainer um, yeah. and don't don't restrict and binge if you're on a cut you yeah. know because i go on cuts and clients do too sometimes and it's as i said it's got to, it's got to be part of the plan you can't yeah. be falling on on and off the plan restricting and binging yeah. um, as far as supplementation goes I like to use protein shakes i drinking creatine right now <laughs> as we nice. uh, as we are doing the podcast so i like to get my creatine every day and I have um, like an energy drink, maybe once a day, once yeah. every two days. Um, and I use like a brand called Sneak. This is not a paid plug. No, <laughs> it, it really isn't. But Sneak, if you want to, please feel free to like, you know, 
sponsor the podcast. It's up to <laughs> you. But this man here, he loves a sneak. And I've, he keeps telling me about it. And I'm like, I'm going to have to try this stuff because it does sound good. I've got four tubs downstairs. It's great. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> no, man, I don't like it. I don't like it. So, no, no, no. The How many tubs you got? Four? Right, okay, fair enough. The Say good no thing more. is, though, it has a lot of natural ingredients, no artificial colours or flavourings. Yeah. Uh, tastes great, no crash. Um, the energy oh. lasts about six hours. Damn. So it's really, really good. Yeah. Um, I, it, I find it's more mental energy. So yeah. I have, that's literally pretty much the only like supplementation yeah. in, in, in air quotes that I do. Awesome. Okay. Uh, so this one, I'm, I'm on because I know motivation is a very good thing to talk about, but I know it also goes. But for you yourself, because you were talking about using sleep for mental focus and focus and uh, like a laser light. Mm. So how do you yourself stay motivated and maintain mental focus throughout your your own training and when you're training and coaching others? So though, so motivation and mental focus, you kind of need both of those things. But they're two separate things. Yeah. So motivation is like bathing. It doesn't last long, but you need to do it daily. Yeah. So you need to, like you need to, I heard that from Zig Ziglar, uh, dead now, a long it's time awesome ago, man, but he's, yeah, he's an awesome, it's awesome Um, With motivation for me, I like to seek it. So I watch people online who motivate me, um, read books that I find inspiring think about my future, where I want to be. Yeah. The biggest question I always ask myself, I've got it written on my wall in, in my in my place, um, is what is it going to cost me if I don't achieve this? Yeah. Uh, if you don't achieve this goal, and we're not just talking about gaining muscle, we're talking about any, any goal. Yeah. If you don't achieve said goal, how are you going to feel? You know, yeah. um, What's it going to cost you? Like for me, I've got some goals of self-development, you know, being a better person. Yeah. What's it going to cost me if I don't develop myself? Could cost me the love of my life in the future. Yeah. You know, I yeah, might not yeah. attract the person I want to attract. I might not be the man I want to become if I don't do this work. Yeah. So it's a really big question that I tend to ask myself. But yeah, I, I seek it from uh, other other people, watching people, reading, reading sort of self-development books and, and reflecting. Yeah. But I will say motivation as you say it doesn't last right. and it won't it won't always be there yeah. and even if you watch someone on a day doesn't mean you're going to get instantly inspired and motivated if you yeah. feel awful in, in yeah. inside so i challenge for those who are listening and anyone that ditch motivation yes you should seek it out as i just said if it works for you that way but generally don't rely on it Focus on your identity. What do I mean by that? Humans will always come back to who they think they are. If someone thinks they're an arsehole, they're going to act like an arsehole. If someone yeah. thinks they're a good person, they're going to do their best to be a good person. Yeah. And they're going to act in that way. If someone has your identity, I'm a professional athlete, yeah. they're going to be in the gym five times a week, seven days a week, twice a day, whatever. If someone has an identity of they're a couch potato, they're not going to do nothing because they're now living in accordance with their identity. So yeah. as, our, as, as humans, we will always gravitate to who we think we are going to be or who we think we are now. Yeah. So that's just where, I, where I'm at. I've been doing this gym thing for so long now yeah. that I see myself as this is who I am. This yeah. is, it's not entirely who I am. I'm, I'm multifaceted. I have more things going on than just a gym, but I am someone who looks after my health as best I can with the resources that I have. Yeah. I am someone who loves to look the way I look yeah. uh, with the, having a good, a good physique and that will never change. Yeah. And that's really why I get to the gym yeah. um, and I, I'm able to be consistent because I'm living in accordance with who I think I am. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the biggest part of it, and I might have not of I might not have explained it very well, but um, no, <laughs> that was the best I could put it. Really well, mate. I think you really got it right. Um, so now going back to uh, your clients, yes, do you have uh, a success story that you can share with us, which uh, will show that your client achieved significant results through your coaching, um, and what strategies? 
did you did you use to help them succeed? Yeah, so the guy I mentioned before, his name's Emil. Uh, shout out to him. We'll link him in the in the in the notes probably. Um, he's a young guy in Europe, and he came to me. He was skinny, you know, young young guy wanting to gain muscle, and he was doing some home workouts. Yeah. But he was also just gonna about to go on like a two month ho uh, holiday trip with his family, okay. and he was gonna have access to a gym for the first time. So we really made the plan around that. Okay, we're going to get you in the gym. The first week or two, we're going to get you to just do these exercises, which yeah. before he was working out at home with some weight. So he's already got some experience. Yeah. Um, not a massive amount, but he's already got some. And we were, um, we just basically planned it off of that. Okay, what experience do you have? Okay, you can do squats, you can do bench press, you know how to do that. Let's make sure you learn when you're in the gym how to do seated cable rows and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And the strategy we used, I mean, his transformation, I said the results that he got, um, I think he's gained about three to four kilos now, which is really wow. good in only eight weeks. Wow. Which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, really and the reason why it's fantastic, many people think that's not a lot, but it actually is. In, yeah. I mean, one, for the time frame, eight weeks is nothing. But two, he was on holiday cycling every single day yeah. working a part-time job in a restaurant at night and he managed to get his workouts in wow so if he wasn't doing those things he would have gained way more yeah and so he gained despite what he was doing yeah. and i understood that and he understood that and we was working within that context yeah. so we were very happy with that gain in eight weeks and anyone who's been on my page will see the before and after shot of him his back is just completely transformed. He looks very, very different. Yeah. So the strategies we used, as I said, I built it into his lifestyle. Yeah. I only asked him to be in the gym two or three times a week. I only gave him a very, very basic full body workout that he could do within yeah. that time frame. Yeah. And then also as well, he was doing push-ups every day because he was doing a push-up challenge oh, right, uh, yeah. for his social media. Yeah. So he was doing that too, which definitely helped his chest out. Mm -hmm. um, so we really made the plan to fit into his life and also while he was on holiday, we made a plan to kind of incorporate, you know, meals, making sure he was getting easy meals in. So yeah. incorporating shakes, incorporating very easy to digest, easy to make kind of stuff. Yeah. But he was very much, even before he went on holiday, he was very much on his nutrition. Yeah. I haven't really had to do much for him on that cool. level. Um, it's been more to do with the workouts and yeah. keeping him consistent yeah. and keeping him you know, trying to stop him cycling 10 miles a day, <laughs> which some sometimes he did. Uh, so I was shocked that he gained as much as yeah. he did because I, I literally said to him, I don't think you're going to gain some, but don't expect yeah. a whole lot over this period. When wow. you get home, that's when the real work starts. And that's where we yeah. are now. Wow. Uh, he's now back at home and now we're doing the, yeah. real, the real work. But we managed to get a good three to four kilo gain on him in that time. Dang, man. That's really good. That's awesome. And then now the last bit is, is back to a bit more of a personal side of things. It's what advice would you give to aspiring natural bodybuilders mm -hmm. who are just starting on their fitness journey themselves now? So I want to say, I mean, I know we've talked about bodybuilding. I'm not a successful bodybuilder at all. Like I've gained muscle in the gym, but I've only been on stage a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, I haven't done all that well. So please don't take this too seriously. Maybe with a pinch of salt. But if you're starting, we're talking about bodybuilding, right? If you're starting yeah. inside, like, we want, want to do shows, is it? Or is that what, what, yeah, what if it's basically the way, to look, I'm, the way I'm looking at it is advice to give to people who, in your situation, they've been to a couple of bodybuilding shows. They're like, do you know what? I really want to give that a go. Oh, I want to see where I can get. Um, and even just advice on sort of like how to start a fitness journey, going to the gym to get to a stage where they're like, I feel like I could actually want to do this. Yeah, okay, so this start may be where it's easier for most people, but you know, starting in the gym yeah. with the idea of them wanting to become an athlete on stage. Yeah. Um, start small. If you've never been in the gym before, you're brand new, number one, find a very, don't find this gym or pure gym crap. If you have yeah. to go, go, but find a gym that's bodybuilding gym. Yes, yeah. it can be scary looking in from the outside as an outsider, but I can guarantee you it's the nicest place on earth. Yeah. You'll find, you'll make friends in there for life. You'll yeah. you'll be in there and people will be like, oh, let me help you with your form or, oh, 
you'll go over to someone can you show me how to squat please and they'll show you like yeah. they'll they're happy to show you because they're on that same journey yeah. so don't just well take the leap first of all just get yourself into a gym make some friends and start working out maybe start with something like a three day a week full body routine that's a great place to start you get to learn the exercises you don't have to be in the gym all the time um stay consistent so set yourself the challenge of can i be consistent for six months because after this is the thing with habit formation after six months of doing a certain thing it becomes a habit if you've done something most days or at least three or four times a week uh, for six months it will become your lifestyle yeah. that's when we look at studies 95 percent of people who are able to keep something up for six months or more stay with it for life yeah. so that's a really big thing so stay consistent uh take the leap in the beginning make friends don't expect too much of yourself in the beginning just focus on the next step not the whole journey so focus on okay what am i trying to do i'm trying to learn squats this week okay great we'll just focus on the squat form as well as the other exercises but i'm overly focusing on that um, and track your food, start to get good at that. So really what I'm trying to say is get good at doing the basic stuff, you yeah. know, get good at the big rocks that make the big difference, get good sleep, um, track your food, get into consistent training, make friends in the gym, because if you make friends, you're more likely to stick to it and you've got resources to pull from for in information and motivation. Yeah. Especially if you say to Tom on Tuesday, I'm going to be at the gym doing my leg workout and you don't go, he's going to ask you where you are, right? So knowing that you've told Tom you're going to be there on Tuesday to do your leg workout will keep you accountable. Yeah. So as far as doing it for the long term for shows, I would also say give yourself time. It takes a long time to build muscle. Yeah. Um, just give yourself time. Don't don't set. Oh, I want to be a pro athlete. I want to be sponsored by my protein. You know, in 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 twelve months, yeah. it might happen. Go for it. Give it all you got. But I would say, look at long term goals yeah. and makes that long term goal something that really fires you up and motivates you yeah. and keeps you fired up for it. You know, whenever you think about it, it gets you going. So, so yeah, I'm sure there's more to be said on that, but that's as much as I've come up with. Awesome. Well, thank you again, mate, for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Welcome. Thank you for your time and your, your knowledge and your expertise and sharing it with us all today. Um, did you want to just quickly tell people about your online coaching and where they can come if they want to use you? Yeah, so as I said before, I help uh, gym noobs, whether you're a male or female, doesn't matter. If you're new to the gym, I help you to gain 10 to 15 pounds of muscle in five months naturally. Um, and if you're interested in that, you can hit me up on Instagram at SB, SBSPT underscore. So that's SBSPT underscore. So you can catch me there. And then you can also find him on Instagram and Facebook. Look him up. You won't regret it, I promise. He puts up really good uh, content. You can see him in the gym so you can see that you know what he knows what he's talking about. And yeah, just thank you everyone for coming and uh, listening to us. And I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Remember... The magic's in you. You've got it all. Believe in yourself and you're halfway there. All right, guys, I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you again for joining us. Love you all. Bye.